Today's episode of the Quintessential Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you for trying to not let the funk out. Mm. Oh, let me start my time. Even though they're going to put one up there, I'd like to have my own. They only give you the last 10 minutes. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah, that, that is kind of rude. You think they would show that throughout? Yeah, like put a little corner clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little shot clock action. Got our own clock. Fuck this shit. Anyway, this was a loss, so this was going to go pretty fast. Even mm-hmm. though it wasn't as bad as a loss as the other losses. This is the quintessential Browns podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to the QBP Quintessential Browns podcast. This is the week seven episode versus the Baltimore Ravens. I am your host, Yusuf Ali, and I'm with my other host because we don't like the word co host, that's so 2010 ish. Uh, with my other host, Jake Solomon, and yeah, um. I know y'all saw it. Um, we lost another heartbreaker. Um, even though it wasn't as much on on ineptness, ineptitude, like like more like usual losses. It was just like a couple tough breaks. But um, a loss is still a loss, man. What you what you want to tell the QBP before we get started? Yeah, very frustrating loss. And, you know, the thing was, is like that maybe that was our our best game defensively. We didn't – there were some big plays, but for the Ravens being the Ravens, you know, we kind of kept them and Lamar in check, you know, all in all. So it is pretty sad that our defense couldn't step up even more. Offense couldn't make some more plays. In addition to there just being some bullshit refereeing that went on, uh, you know, I don't like to make excuses. We should have made enough plays so that the refs didn't take it out of our hands. But it's what happened. And it's a shitty feeling. That was a bad loss. Um, yeah, not good. Well, let's just break it down. Let's try to make some out of nothing. Let's try to make some uh, chicken soup out of chicken chip. I think I, mm. I think it's the same how it goes. I think I heard somebody say some shit like that before. Oh, okay. So, you you um, didn't like lemons beer. and making lemonade? Yeah, yeah. It's like the lemonade thing or something. Okay. I don't know. Chicken shit sounds better southern. than that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little more southern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, QBCers. Uh, QBCers. Who the fuck <laughs> is QBC? QBPers. Let's get into it. Week seven. Fucking Baltimore Ravens. I'm see that's what you see that's what you do you see you see somebody open you pull the trigger really I you know they they have a good bond they have a real good relationship but where they are they communicate really well David Bell's fit right in they silently made plays when we've asked him to um, the ball finds him when he's open um, and he catches the ball you know in games like you see the scores you see the yards but it really comes down to like three or four plays and I just felt like we've been inconsistent 
thought there'd be more things we could do at this point. Can you explain the, the fact that you're not as far along as you thought you would be and there's not as much continuity as you thought there would be at this point? Yeah, it's really hard to explain. Yeah, looking forward to the challenge of going to Baltimore. Uh, it, it's a unique challenge with some of the things that they do schematically. Obviously, great players, offense, defense, special teams, well coached. So understand the challenge uh, and the task at hand. And I think the guys are, are, are uh, excited about the opportunity. We just got to play clean football. You got to play sound football, offense, defense, special teams. Uh, and that's that's been a you know big uh, focal point for us this week is but. The focus is really to go down there and play good, clean football. Um, see what had happened. This time, hey, do what we do best, and that's run the football. Second out in five. Blocked by Wills. Off the chub. Blocked by Froholt. Into the secondary. Parking tackles. Slipped right by Kim. Second and nine. Up the middle it goes. And they've got the fullback tight end, Harrison Bryant. Brissette. Comes one down to the eight and caught by Najoku on a fourth and one. Brissett, who takes a lot of the people Jones in motion. Just got it. Touchdown. Just the Ravens first and ten. Fake the chop. Blocked by Conklin. Going deep and he's got him. Amari Cooper up. Brissett looking long. Cushion pocket. Got away from Olway and finally brought down on the play by Justin Houston. Field. Run for release. Brissett. Oh, knocked away. That's a fumble. Handle knocked it away. There's the catch and picks up the first down. Chubb. Good looking block by Batonio. That opens the door. Here comes Chubb. On the 24. Run by Hill, dancing in there, gets by Thomas, cuts back, fumble the ball, fumble the ball, Cleveland has got it. And percent 19 to 23, brings it in, chased on the play by Washington, down the side, he's got his receiver, and that's Bell. Percent. Conklin the block, oh, they get by Lewis, and again he escapes, he's a magician for the tie. No. Third and seven. No. I, I think we did part of what we came out to do. Uh, obviously, the ultimate goal came out with a win. Um, I think um, a lot of guys came out and fought, um, which we expected our guys to because of the, the men that's in that room. Um, and, yeah, we came up short. Obviously, still those plays here and there. Uh, but definitely thought we had a chance at the end. And we got another division opponent coming up. And, you know, you just got to find a way to find a way to get it done. And, and, and um, it's going to start when we go back and get, get back to work. It's just very frustrating. Saying the same thing each week. Got to find a way to win and uh, well, stop beating ourselves. We ball hawks. We have to keep on searching and uh, find a way to uh, get the, the ball in favorable field position for the offense or score with it ourselves. You've never been in a football locker room? I mean, I hear a lot too. I think it's just a lot of guys who are passionate about winning, passionate about the game, and you know, they're gonna they're gonna voice their opinions. And you no, know, 
sometimes it spills out where people from the outside can't hear, but nobody's more, more worse for wear. Uh, I think everybody just, you know, is very intent on winning and, and fixing you know, what we have going wrong. Injury, uh, you know, really disappointing and frustrating. You, you play these games and, and you know that they're going to be close. Games in the NFL are close. Games in our division are close. Uh, but you got to find a way to win. Uh, 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 find a way to win. And we didn't do it today. You got to, things you got to do, you got to take the ball away. I think we had one takeaway, maybe. Things you can't do, you can't give it away. Or, uh, Jake, you know, we're uh, trying to, to come away with points there, obviously. Uh, you know, we felt that was important to, in those two-minute opportunities. You got to come away with, away with points versus a good football team. Uh, and, uh, we didn't score enough points today. I mean, that's just, we just, that's the bottom line. This week, QB Pierce, man, I was, I was telling y'all, I was telling you last week, I started to do the big play thing, and I didn't get too many off because we just played. Horribly. That wasn't that wasn't the case this week. This week, I wrote down a few big plays, which was what made this loss, you know, that much more like tough to like to to, to deal with because it was we played pretty good, like you said in the opening. We we played pretty good defense for for as, as far as the Ravens and they didn't have they not they don't have a lot of weapons, but they got Lamar Jackson and. They have professional players. That's all you really need is Lamar Jackson and a bunch of other professional football players, and you got a chance. And they showed us how, because that that guy is a lot to deal with. He, he it's hard. It's, I don't understand why on like short third and shorts or fourth and shorts or whatever, it's not just one guy, just one guy they can bring up to just watch him. You know, no it's matter a what, nice QB just, spy. Yes, just keep your eye on him because he hmm. can run. He can run really fast. Please don't let him do that. And they kept letting him do that. But other than that, it played pretty, pretty, pretty good for I think Joe Woods kept his job. <laughs> he he did. Yeah, they 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 contained Lamar. He 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 completed nine passes. That's insane. He only completed nine passes. And he ran for only 59 yards. And I think in terms of Lamar Jackson standards, that's pretty good. I mean, defensively, I mean. Can't do too much better, yeah. Yeah, that's you kept him in check if he's only rushing for 59. So, um, yeah, if we want to start with positives, it's, it is that while they didn't make enough plays, I don't know, we got a turnover in clutch time, which we don't do. This defense does not force turnovers that is something we that just don't great. that fumble well i was jumping on them out of my fucking chair man yeah that was uh incredibly timely turn time for us to get what was a completely overdue turnover because this defense just does not for there's no intensity with them it's it's bad but at least this week you know they did contain the the Baltimore offense uh, I think at least to the I mean I still think the run we did pretty bad they did rush for 160 yards but um I don't know we've seen our defense do much much worse this season yeah our run defense been Achilles all year yeah pretty much mm-hmm. we made stars out of those Jets dudes we made stars out of fucking 
fucking everybody. Shit, everybody. Everybody. Gets, everybody. Not to even mention the Chargers. Everybody just fucking running around on us. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but like I said, this loss, to, and in the way we lost also, it wasn't pure dumb shit. It wasn't pure shooting ourselves in the foot. A lot of dumb shit we normally do. We pretty much track but then a false start on a fucking field goal is one of the most brownest things. Now, we always, as, as QB peers, as diehard Brown fans, we get our fair share of Brownsy shit. Usually <laughs> weekly. Usually pretty, pretty, pretty regular. But mm-hmm. that was that was the first. I don't think I ever seen a false start cost us field goal range. And the game and, we were down by three points. And potentially the game, because I really I really think the way Stefanski approaches these games, if that was offsides or neutral zone infraction, I think we go for it on fourth and one. And depending on whether we get that, you know, it completely changes the game. If that's fourth and one instead of fourth and six. Mm. But what it yeah. did was turn it from fourth and five to fourth and ten. For, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. If it would have been on them, it would have been a first down. That would have been awesome. You know, we were sitting there as Brown fans sitting there waiting. I'm I'm in the chair edge of my seat waiting to see what the referee going to say and this motherfucker say. False stuff. Mm-hmm. Even even the announcer was like, "Let's see, this this is a big call. We got to see what he's gonna say." I'm like, "Oh, what the fuck is he gonna say?" <laughs> False. Yeah. Oh, that was a heartbreaker. That was oh, that was bad. That's gonna that's gonna help in the metaphor. I tell you that. But man, that was yeah, that was bad. But some of the plays that we did make, it was Jacoby fucking breaking, doing spin moves and break. Oh <laughs> man, it was. It was so exciting, man. He really tried to redeem himself. I think he did. Yeah. He didn't fuck up. Um, he threw a, a bomb. He threw a couple bombs. DPJ caught a nice one. Uh, fucking Cooper caught uh, the longest pass of the year. Yeah, I can't believe he was that one. the game, man. Nick Chubb was fucking yeah. two touchdowns. He was fucking doing – well, no, he had one. He had one. Yeah, but he, yeah, yeah. he did. I mean, they it started off really slow, but then – well, with the the first drive was probably the best drive we've had all year. No negative yeah, plays, all positive so plays. Easy. I think um, I'd have to look at it, but maybe a minimum of like four yards each play at least. We were moving it, and I was like, "Man, we just scored on the opening drive!" Like this is we did that before because I texted you and I told you mm-hmm. last time we yep. did that. Yep. Yeah, we were we were locked in, and then. After that, nothing. Again. And I don't know what I'm. I'm sure the stats are probably. There are probably some stats to show how many carries Nick Chubb had that first drive compared to after that drive. Yeah. And I, I think what we've seen with Stefanski is that once he gets stuck, if if that first play goes for negative yardage, he kind of abandons the run, which uh, yeah, is not ideal. And he did give it back to him, and he did good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 and it's the, the the calls for his job starting to be as wild, if not louder, than Joe Woods calls. So that's crazy, man. You go from coach of the year to <laughs> man yeah. to joke of the year, damn near. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck, man? We only better than. And then you look at the teams we beat, and then how we barely had to. We had to fucking 
a mer- needed a miracle to beat the fucking Panthers and look at the Panthers now and like, like we what the fuck, man? Yeah. You gotta do better than this, man. Like Miles Garrett did say something, and it made sense. I think I put it in the uh, in the open. I didn't. Whatever he said, we have time to write the ship. Ten games left. That was our first division loss. We have time to write the ship, and you're right. We'll see. We'll see. But um, uh, yeah. It, the, and we lost this time. We want to say one more thing. Get out of here. I I will. So I think if you want to look for silver lining, I think. Uh, I don't know if it's the entire AFC. I doubt it. I'm sure the Bills and Chiefs are still very, very good. But the way that we've played the Ravens, the Chargers, we both were like, oh, we're going to get destroyed. And we kept it close. Patriots fucking destroyed it. We didn't really think that was going to happen. But I think potentially is that maybe – granted, the Bengals have been looking really good these last few weeks, but – Maybe we're not that far off from a lot of these teams, or maybe those teams aren't as good as we thought. Ravens were very human. I was not, I did not come away from that game. Even outside of all the bullshit, I was like, yeah, we, we could beat them. We could totally, yeah. like, we, we have yeah, enough. We're, a, few, a few tweaks. A few tweaks. And, mm-hmm. you know, if we, our hope was to be 500 by the time Deshaun came back, I don't think that's going to happen, but. Yeah, is there is there a way, you know, for sure. Yes, it is still possible. But we 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 there is time to write this ship. Yeah, man. We'll be all right. We we gotta keep the hope, QBP. Gotta keep the hope. Look good in the loss. It was our best look in a loss <laughs> so far, I guess. And I know it's no moral victories, but we did not get our ass whooped, like you said, against those Patriots. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Surprising and disappointing players week seven. Let me see who my surprising player is. Um, it was Jacoby. I'm going to give it to Jacoby because he bounced back in a surprisingly good way. Like he was, I think his, he completed his first eight or nine passes, something like that. Mm-hmm. He was spinning mm-hmm. out the tackles, like I said. He was fucking making extra plays. He was keeping, yep. he was moving the chains. He, he was determined to not fuck up, and I was very surprised by that. Considering we were playing a, a, a division game, and you know Lamar Jackson way better than him and all that shit, but he he did his, he did his thing. So that was my surprise player. Jacoby was great. I I would say um, I guess for the surprise player, I I I think I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> DPJ, he had a, a sneaky, quiet, good game. Six catches, yeah. six targets. That's yeah. that's doing your job right there. Yeah. yeah. He caught the ball. Two, uh, big, I had him for two big plays. Mm-hmm. Yep, he did. And he's, you know, I do think all in all he's having a decent year. Of course, Amari is number one, but I think I was pretty surprised that DPJ played really well. Here's my disappointing player, and it's probably – I noticed it, and then I, were, I wasn't really dwelling on it, but then I read a tweet that put some stats up, and I was like, dang. So I got to give it to him, man. My disappointing player this week is Jedrick 
Wills Jr. These false starts, he's holding, he calls him his yards, he's fucking up, he missing blocks. And then the tweet was talking about how he looked after he gave up a sack. Like he, his body language was not good. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like he wanted it to happen. So, <laughs> so I don't know. So he definitely disappointed. And I mean, he just been, he had these high hopes. He got all these two supposedly, supposedly, he's supposed to be this, this great left tackle prospect. He didn't really. He get a play a week. He get, they say his name at least once a week, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Nothing yep. good. I had uh, Jedrick as my number two, number one. I put John Johnson. I saw. I, I saw this one clip on Twitter of I, th- I think was it their second, the Ravens' second touchdown run. It was when we were in goal line. They were on like the six yard line or something like that. And you can see him. Like it almost looks like the running back just ran by him and he could have made any sort of an attempt. And it looks like he didn't even try. I I, sh- I don't know if I sent it to you, but it yeah. looks like he just watched the guy run past him. I was like, what, what is this effort? What is happening? Yeah. Does he yeah, not he, care? Yeah, he really has. Yeah, I thought I thought he was going to be more of a, a playmaker, but maybe he was just in a system before that played to his strengths. Or maybe, you know, he got paid, and that's all that matters for him. Who knows? Because we had got him and the other dude that was supposed to be good, Detroit Hill, and then we cut him, right? Uh, what was his name? The other, then we, we oh, Troy Hill, yeah, 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 Troy yeah. Hill, yep, yep, yep. And he didn't do shit. Nope. You know who you could also say is a surprise player of the of the game? Uh, fucking Emerson, man. He's been playing really yeah, well for rookie. MJ yeah. Emerson. And and, uh, and uh, what's his name? I wrote it down. Was it? Fuck Newsom. Newsom got blocked on what what would have been a game changing tackle, but mm. he got blocked out of it, and I was like. Fuck! If he would have made that, I saw him. He was there, and he got blocked. And I was like, "Damn!" Damn! If he would have made that. Play, that would have stopped it. Heard that the, the conversion would have changed the whole game. But anytime mm-hmm. I can say this, I can say to my face is blue. Anytime it's a close loss like that, you can blame so many one plays that would have went the other way. If, yep. if he wouldn't have got hit. So, that's we scored on that drive. I'm pre- I was so confident mm-hmm. we was gonna score on that drive because we scored on the very next drive. Yeah. So, but that's how it go. This is my favorite segment, or my favorite segment, metaphor of the week. Um, the metaphor of the week against the Baltimore Ravens. This one was like, okay, we, we was right there, and then we got a we got one call, one call. Now we. It was it was risky the position we was in. It was gonna be a long field. It was gonna be a, it was a, it was a risk, but we felt good about it nonetheless. So we were feeling pretty good, and then we got one call that fucked up everything. That's just like, oh man, you 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 feeling good about life? Like you just signed a deal to 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 with your new rap crew. 
Yeah. The whole crew signed. Everybody signed. You said you got everybody paid and everything. Oh, yeah. Popping bottles and you went out and bought tennis shoes and inside you got you a new car. You went to the dealership. This is a great day so far. And then like 7:38 p.m. You get one call. And it's that girl from eight months ago before you was shit. Right before you was shit. And it was just a one night stand. You made sure you wore a condom. You think you thought you wore a condom. But I think at some point you might have took it off. Anyway, go everything went good. You ain't hear from her until right now. Of course. Dang. Not that she's pregnant. She ain't pregnant. Y'all got herpes. Mm, <laughs> now it's, it's a wrap. Now you can you can still celebrate. <laughs> but you can feel good about like your accomplishments, but you like the, at the end of the day you lost the game. You did. I mean, you did all gonna, right, but at the end of the day, it's gonna be attached I mean, to you forever. You may you, not you may not always think about it, but it'll yeah, come up right. from time to time. I mean, you got a record deal. Yeah, you, got a you deal? did. Yeah, you got a new car. Yeah, you got that hurt. <laughs> got that hurt. Dang. Got that hurt. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was saying, let's see, this game is going well in, in some areas. It was going decent, and we we felt confident that it was just gonna it was gonna be cool, and then it wasn't cool. I say this this game was like getting greedy or overly ambitious when eating an edible. You started it mm. and you feeling it, and you're like, oh my god, this yes. This is what I'm talking about. And then you let it sit for a little bit. You're like, oh, I don't feel so good. But then you feel good again, you know, highs and lows. And then you're like, all right, you know what? I'm going to just eat the rest of this edible cookie. Like, I just want to, I really want to feel it. Yeah, I'm like, and then, I can't leave a half a cookie. You can't do that. You, you know, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. But of course, you give in and you the eat. The goddamn not even resealable. Not even resealable. You <laughs> ate the rest of the cookie and you just ruined it. You're throwing up everywhere. You're shitting your pants. You're, you're licking the walls. You have no idea what's happening. You ruined what was a great time for the most part, and you just made it absolutely terrible. Then again, you had people telling you that these cookies weren't that powerful, so you can blame mm -hmm. some of this on the friends that were there. Or you yeah, don't have to call them friends. You can just call them people, people that were at the party. Yeah, they were around. Mm-hmm. And then you just, you just lost it. You just lost the whole thing. Yeah, everything was going good. Mm -hmm. And then and instant, just like an edible just like, just like, yeah. <laughs> Disaster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. AKA the flag, AKA false All right, here we go. Hopes and predictions. This is, this is becoming full of hope, these segments, but no predictions. Well, not even hopes and predictions. It's hopes and previews. My bad. I said predictions. That's right. That's what hope is replacing. Mm -hmm. Hopes and previews. So, Statman, who we got for week number eight? Week eight. Monday night football at oh. home against Cincinnati Bengals. The four and three. Cincinnati Bengals. 
four and three. Damn, I thought they was thought they was having a, a tough year, but that don't sound four like four and three. They lost to the Steelers, the Cowboys, and the Ravens. Uh, this so they lining is that lost. they yeah two division Already. losses. Already, mm-hmm. mm. that's right. So if we can, so they're gonna be playing. They got something to play for. Well, we do too, but damn. yeah. Mm-hmm. They they beat up on the Falcons. That's the problem. They beat up on the Falcons. They beat the Saints. Mm-hmm. They beat they beat the Dolphins. That's probably their biggest uh, signature win, I guess. Wait, we lost to the Falcons. We did. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty sad. Pretty sad. <laughs> yep. Wow. Fuck. All right. So, all that out the window. All that aside, we got to play the Bengals. And not only do we need this to just to make our record look decent, this three and five will look so much better than two and six. So we just we needed we needed division. Like the only thing I was saying, every other loss was at least it wasn't a division game. Well, not this time. We lost a division game to the Ravens, so we definitely don't need to lose another division game this early, like like the fucking Bengals did. If we can get a Bengals a third division loss, that man, that's gonna change. Like Miles said, that a change. We can still. Write the ship. I will write the fucking ship. We got to. We must win this game with all the hope. I, I can't put my hands together in prayer no tighter. I I didn't confuse my own fingerprints that I, my hands been together. I don't know what my fingerprints look like no more. They they all just one jumble of mess because I have my hands together so tight so long. <laughs> we need to win this game. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's gotta happen, and I I don't know that it will, but I gotta hope that. Uh, I mean, it does really hurt everybody. that we they got everybody. We lost in Joker for five weeks or something, which yeah, which definitely hurts. We missing a He's having such a good year. These fans be missing. Yeah, Njoku gonna miss the game, and he was killing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. but the good news is, I mean, they're not a joke because he's been killed. But we do have a bunch of tight ends. We do, yeah. We have a, a farm we, of we, tight yeah, ends. Yeah, we, we threw the ball to a guy I didn't know a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, what was this dude? I mean, mm-hmm. Whatever. Catch the ball, you got an orange helmet. I don't give a fuck. But, yeah. Man, having a joke who is, he'll he play make. He definitely play make. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, well, we're going to starters wise, we'll be we'll be without Joku, Wyatt Teller. That's a big loss. I have not heard if Denzel is going to play. I hope so because he'll have an extra day to uh, get back. But this was yeah. this was his second week, right? This was the second week that he's been out with a concussion. You know what? Honestly, I almost didn't even notice he wasn't out there. <laughs> I mean, he has not been having a great year. Because it wasn't like, you know, yeah, it wasn't like he was been making all these crazy plays while we like, man, we missing Denzel Ward. No. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. whoever was in his place did all right because we didn't get beat too too bad downfield. We didn't fucking 
We did all right. The secondary, I can't recall the secondary doing any like majorly fuck ups. I think we did have we okay. We did have we did have that one holding penalty that I thought was a passing interference on, on mm-hmm. one of them. But that was kind of yeah. bad. I I think um honestly the worst part of our game was probably special teams. Um this past game, if you're looking for, I mean, the defense still wasn't great, but again, we were, we were kicking to the number one return team in the league combined with punts and regular kickoff returns. And I, I cannot believe we kicked to this guy. He had a 46 yard punt return. And luckily I I don't think they had any kick returns, but very surprised we actually kick to them you know it's not like like it only happened once where he was able we had three punts and he only got it one time um and the other two times were probably just because it you know was a touchback and he didn't have enough room but that one time really messed it all up 46 yard return that's nothing to nothing to cough at so yeah i'm seeing calls for his job too this mike Slicer, Slicer. whatever. Yeah, special yeah, teams got to go. Special teams yeah. has to go. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. Mm. We got to revamp the whole coaching staff. Damn. Yeah. But the, the, <laughs> it's almost well, like you wish you could trade coaching staffs like people trade players. Like let's trade, yeah. let's trade our defensive coordinator to the fucking I don't know to the fucking 49ers for the defensive coordinator. <laughs> I don't know something like whatever. I thought like I was joking, I was joking about that with friends. Like yeah, we'll, like we will give up next the you know two first round picks for Sean Payton, even though he's you know technically not a head coach right now. But I thought there was in some sport a trade that involved a coach. Yeah, it might have been. I gotta look that up. In basketball, that sounds like the NBA type of shit. But I don't know. Oh, John Gruden from the Raiders to the Bucks. I think that's the one I'm oh, thinking okay. of. There you go. Yeah, five biggest coach trades in NFL history. That's so weird. You could just trade people. That sounds very slave-like, and I'm surprised that's a a, a thing. Speaking of that, oh. that's a good segue to the to our new segment that I'm going to rename after last after after our week six podcast, which we questioned why Joe Woods was still fired. I mean, still hired. This week he showed, and I, I prematurely named this segment. Um, is Joe Woods still our coach in other things? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right before final thought. So, and our first, our first official is Joe Woods still our defensive coach in other things? First, to answer the question, yes, uh, he still mm-hmm. is. He, he he played. He coached. A pretty good game. At least he got he got he he would say, "Hey, I got the fumble. I got y'all the ball back with plenty of time." And then, hey, it went out of my hands after that. So he did what he was supposed to do. But uh, what's my extra thing for this week? Do I have any extra things specifically? Uh, oh, okay. Nothing to do with this game, but this just happened today, and I was like, "That's perfect. I can talk about that today on the podcast." I was at the grocery store and I got my Browns hat. And this dude was like, 
Cleveland Brown. And I looked at him, and he had a, a Dodgers hat. So I'm thinking, what's his beef with the Browns? You know? And he's like, I'm like, you damn right. And he was like, oh, I can't root for them. I'm a Steelers fan. I like Nick Chubb, though. And I was just like, yeah, all right. Well, y'all been all right then. You all be he like this year. We pretty we we're not pretty we're not that good. I was like, that's, that's okay. Y'all had y'all had it pretty good long enough. He's like, yeah, you're right, mm-hmm. you're right, you're right. So I just I, I just thought that was a fun little tidbit for the podcast. I had nowhere else to put it, but uh, <laughs> I, I hate that it's so many Steelers fans, even that are running to them in fucking Los Angeles, California. Yeah, fuck the Steelers, man. Steelers are, I do feel like, worse than us. The thing is, I, I'm sure they could beat us, though, as bad as they are. <laughs> we beat them. That's how we got our other win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, they keep on playing Kenny Pickett. We're going to beat them again. I hope so. Kenny Pickett, I mean, he, he's been throwing the ball. He, I mean, he might just be a inexperienced rookie, but. Maybe, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm not. I'm scared that I. I hope that they have to go through what the Browns have had to go through with the quarterback uh, problems. You know, they hit on Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they missed with uh, with Pickett. So we'll see. Fuck Steelers. I hope they. I hope they yes. don't do anything yeah. to it ever. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's it for. Unless you got anything else to add, that's that's it for. Joe Woods, that's, that's, that's all I got. Final thoughts for week seven against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, pretty much more than what I've already been saying. Uh, it was a pretty – this was as good as a loss as it could get. Uh, it was a close loss. We didn't get our ass whooped. It was an exciting game throughout. Uh, we didn't have any turn. We had one, the strip sack. But for the most part, we didn't have any like turnover. That was like an amazing athletic play on defense type turnover. That wasn't like mm-hmm. somebody just dropped the ball, fumble, or a bad handoff fumble, or throw a throw an interception, or dumb shit turnover. So. That was one of them, what, what can you do when the motherfucker get paid millions to play football? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than that, it was, like you say, we, we, it was a lot to take from that loss, man. We did all right. Kobe looked good. Nick Chubb was Nick Chubb. Amari Cooper took a stop from that little one little push. He was doing great. So, yep. I know one thing. We better beat these motherfucking bangers. And that's my final thought for this week. Beautiful, beautifully said. Um, my final thoughts. Uh, I struggle with whether I want to support Stefanski or not. And I'm also trying to think with all of these glaring holes that we have on our team, do you think do you think that Andrew Barry kind of understands that maybe this year is going to be a wash with the Deshaun situation. Did he go into it knowing like we got resources, but we're going to wait until next year because of the Deshaun thing. We're not going to have until later. These are just things that I think about. Maybe, but the way it ain't got nothing to do with these plays that we're losing on. 
This is true. This is true. But it, to me, it's like, it's so obvious that we need defensive line help. Um, they're pretty bad. And, um, you know, obviously there's injuries all across the board, but um, I, I don't know, man. Like you said, fancy was coach of the year. In his mm. year, he was the coach, <laughs> you know? It was all and, good just a week ago, like two shots. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, um, and the other thing is too, like I am trying to be patient because I'm trying to think about, because not every coach starts off great and there's some that, you know, had bad records and then kind of learned over time. And I'm hoping, I don't want to see any more coaching changes. I'm hoping Stefanski can just learn from this, especially yeah. clock management. Like that's, you know, basketball shooters will work on their post game or their deep ball. Yeah. In the offseason, I want Stefanski to work on his goddamn clock management <laughs> skills because they're pretty bad. They're pretty terrible. So my final thoughts are I just want to see better coaching and decision-making from the people up top. Yeah, man. Me too. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm with you. I, I want him to do good, man. I'm tired of – just like I want to have one quarterback for three, four years. Like, it was all right. Like, the Baker era wasn't, like, the greatest, but at least we had one quarterback every year for, like, three years in a row. Like, that was insane. Like, that was the first time we did that since 1999. So, yeah, I do. I would like to have one coach for, like, I know we ain't going to get no time running out of nobody, but, man, it would be nice to have a coach for six years. That would mm-hmm. be crazy. Six years? I mean, whoa, oh, my God. Yeah. Seven, yeah. eight, I, I hope Deshaun works out maybe by year two or three. I won't feel as bad or as guilty about having him. Uh, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. yeah. That's, All that's right. Well, that's it, QB period for week seven. We got to do better. And that was all right. We didn't, we didn't get our ass whooped, but we didn't win. But that's okay. <laughs> Until next week, I'm using my lead. That was Jake Solomon. Fucking go Browns. Fucking go Browns. Yeah. Cleveland! This is for you! We out.